Welcome to Midlife Mastery. The main words associated with midlife are crisis and spread. So let's challenge the societal narrative and make midlife the opportunity of our lifetime. What if it was actually our invitation to become more intentional, live more purposefully and use our accumulated wisdom to contribute to the world around us? In Midlife Mastery, we'll explore ways to do just that. Hey, Daniel Wagner here from Midlife Mastery and in today's episode I want to do my first solo session and I want to explore the seven signs that you might be heading into a midlife crisis or heading for a midlife crash. Now, what happens to so many people, not just men, but um, mainly men are identifying with the idea of midlife crisis. What happens to so many of us is that we have what I call a shake or a quake. Like something happens, something suddenly makes you aware and you wake up to the fact that life has not quite um, turned out as you want it to and, and things happen, events happen. So a midlife crisis is obviously very complex, it's multifaceted and it varies greatly from person to person and uh, in a very soon future episode I will share about my own experience of a midlife crisis and all the different aspects of it that I experienced. But there are some common signs and uh, they are often associated with this phase of life, which, just to be clear, according to science, can hit you as early as mid-30s to your late 50s. And in men, it can last anywhere from a few months, but most commonly three to ten years. So one of the purposes of uh, starting Midlife Mastery is to um, potentially find ways to shorten that period, that messy middle, as I call it once, and help people. But let's go and now start with um, the seven signs that you might be heading for a midlife crisis. Number one, feeling unfulfilled. This can manifest as a sense of dissatisfaction with your life achievements, a feeling that life just hasn't turned out as expected, just a nagging sense that something is missing despite having a seemingly successful life. So this is a, a real bummer because from the outside you look at your life and you're like, hey, I should be happier than I am. I should be, but you're not. So this is the first sign. Uh, second sign, intense nostalgia or regret. If you find yourself frequently reminiscing about your youth, fixating on past decisions or regretting paths not taken. Uh, this often includes idealizing the past or feeling a sense of loss for the passage of time. So in simple terms, if you spend a lot more time in the past, uh, either reminiscing, dreaming or regretting, that means you're not present, you're not here. That is a sign that uh, something's about to shake up for you. Number three, dramatic changes in habits or appearance. Now, this is the classic. This is the stereotype of midlife crisis where men uh, buy a sports car, uh, grow their hair, suddenly dress really young, uh, color their hair, uh, dye their hair, uh, or radically alter one's lifestyle. Massive um, one is... Uh, suddenly dieting, going to the gym like crazy in an attempt to recapture their youth. Now, if you can relate to that, if you're feeling, oh, I'm just about to look at this sports car right now. I remember suddenly going to the gym five days a week until I lifted myself a double hernia. Uh, that was like, oh my God, I need to get in shape suddenly, right? 
and of course i grew the hair and i did uh, i did uh, the 50 year old hippie thing as well uh step number four or sign number four relationship challenges so often in that phase in life there is a strain in personal relationships such as feeling disconnected from your partner family or friends uh, and that can be a sign uh, you might also be questioning the value and authenticity of these relationships. This is just a massive reassessment of everything that you supposedly have, do, and are. The fifth sign <clears throat> that is a very common, a fifth sign, is career dissatisfaction. So suddenly a desire to change careers, feeling stuck in your current job or business, or experiencing a real disillusionment with what was once a fulfilling career, um, that can be very indicative of a midlife crisis. And, and often there is also uh, part of the uh, sign number one being unfulfilled. There is just a recognition that you might never get to where you thought you're getting to, be it in financial terms, be it in career terms, in position terms, or building your business terms. There is just a cold sweat, wake up in the middle of the night realization that might happen. And if that's you, then know that you're about to experience a maker, a, a maker, a maker, a major shakeup of your existing identity. Uh, so number six um, is increased anxiety about aging. Uh, oh my God, this includes worries about declining health, physical appearance, and diminishing time to achieve life goals. Uh, I remember this very dramatically. This is the receding hairline. This is the 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 teeth, the tooth problem, the receding gums, the the wrinkles, the saggy skin, the age spots on your hands, <laughs> these slightly not being able to sit in a yoga position for a long time. You're suddenly feeling, oh my God, this is what I never believed would happen to me. I remember in your 20s, 30s, 40s, often you just don't ever think it's going to happen to you that you're excluded from the laws of time. And then... One day you have this, again, this wake up moment of thinking, oh my God, here it is. Um, by the way, by, by the time I shared those seven uh, signs that you might be heading for midlife crisis, don't worry. I will also share a couple of positives <laughs> to end on, a couple of um, five, five ways you can embrace the potential of midlife, uh, which I think is really an important part of this. Uh, so number seven seeking new experiences. Now, there can be a very strong desire to break away from routines and try new things. It could be as simple as picking up new hobbies or as complex as altering one's lifestyle or belief systems. Uh, anything that's very drastic, I would say, is a sign. Of course, many times, uh, you know, we are looking for new experiences. There's nothing wrong with seeking new experiences. Now, it's really important as summary or in summary that what I've shared here today um, doesn't necessarily mean that you're having a midlife crisis, you're heading into one. It could be just part of a very normal life reassessment or life transitions. But if you are experiencing distress or disruption in your life due to these feelings, it's really, really important that you go out and seek help, that you are, um, if you can, speak openly to friends um, or just kind of if you want, even we can have a chat. Oh, I'm very happy you reach out to me and I'm happy to chat with you and share with you what my experience was like. And I can potentially point you 
in the right direction to to get help before it gets drastic. All right, without uh, any further ado, let me also put a bit of, bit of a couple of positive things into this. Um, I strongly believe that midlife actually needs a rebrand. And there are a couple of myths about midlife and why uh, I actually believe it, it could actually prepare you for the best part of your life. I believe, and this is my own experience, much of what I experienced as a shakeup, as a crisis, as a quake was actually necessary to prepare me to be open for what's coming next, which is the next phase of my life right now. So myth number one about midlife is it's a time of crisis. And I would say in reality, it's a time of reflection and growth. Now, it might not be pleasant, but it forces you to reflect. And ultimately, by choice, you can grow. Myth number two, you're too old to start something new. Uh, reality it's the perfect time to explore new ventures. I'm 57 and I'm kicking off my new venture, Midlife Mastery. Why is it a perfect time? Because you accumulated life experience. And uh, in, some, in, some dis in some descriptions, I heard that uh, lived life experience could be called wisdom, right? So the years of experience and wisdom under your belt, you are more equipped than ever to pursue your passions and potentially actually put a turn a hobby into a thriving business. I remember many people didn't find a true calling until later in life. And I think that's what's happening to me right now. Myth number three, midlife marks the decline of physical and mental health. Reality, you can be in the prime of your health, mentally and physically, even in your 50s and 60s. I just spoke today to a friend of mine who's just come back from walking in Camino. He's 65 and he says, I'm in the best shape of my life. And yes, it's true, our bodies change with age, but there's much you can do. And most times in our midlife, we have a bit more time, a bit more disposable income, hopefully, to focus on the things we want to do, uh, to do the right exercise, to get the supplements, to do the cleanses you wanted to for a long time. Myth number four, midlife is lonely and isolating. Lonely, lonely, lonely. Reality, it's an opportunity to foster deeper relationships. I know from my own life, for all my life, I had no time for friendships. I was so busy building my business, especially friendships with men, relationship with men uh, were suffering. And I consciously went out to say I decided to deepen and foster these relationships with men, friends, mentors, uh, my mastermind group, my therapist, my coaches in different areas. So myth number five, the last myth, your best years are behind you. The reality is your best years very well could be ahead of you. And this is sometimes as simple as flicking that switch in your mind that you tell yourself, you know what, I don't believe that and I'm creating a future for myself. Midlife is not the end of your story. It's an exciting new chapter with your experience and knowledge and often financial stability. And if not, create financial stability now. You're well positioned to make the coming years the most fulfilling. There's actually research done and even a book being published on the U-curve of happiness that says that after midlife, through midlife, we're experiencing maybe the most unhappy time of our lives. But once we've been through it, this is potentially the happiest, most fulfilling, most intentional, most purposefully lived years of your life. So 
couple of tips how you can embrace the potential of midlife. Five little tips here for you. Number one, reflect and reassess. Take the time to reflect on your life's journey so far. Reassess your goals and dreams. Create new dreams and new goals. And really be clear what you still want to accomplish. Create that bold vision for the rest of your life. Number two, prioritize health. I really feel this is something I um, I didn't do enough. Invest in your physical and mental health. This might mean picking up a new sport, focusing nutrition, practicing mindfulness, meditation, get coaching, get a therapist, clear some of your childhood trauma, right? This is really, really important. Number three, cultivate relationships. Relationships need cultivation, which means like a garden, they need nurturing and sometimes they need pruning, so uh, nurture existing relationships that light you up and be open to forming new ones. But also uh, look at maybe reconnecting with old friends or joining new groups and communities. But also, let me be open and honest with you, also uh, get rid of uh, close uh, end relationships that just don't serve you anymore. Uh, you know, after reassessing, you might come to the conclusion that certain relationships are just not really helping and you are free to speak that number four embracing the potential of midlife is embrace lifelong learning now whether that's picking up a new hobby or pursuing further education i love learning it keeps me uh, excited i do a lot of research at the moment of course it's about midlife midlife mastery midlife wisdom um what happens in midlife, the midlife crisis, what I've shared with you today is part of my research. So I embrace lifelong learning. And I also know that from science that this is keeping you young and keeping you excited, keeps your mind sharp and keeps your life interesting. And step number five, but by no means the least, plan financially. Ensure you have a financial plan for the future. Uh, if this involves uh, changing your plan for retirement, investing, uh, building a new business, or um, changing financial advisor, uh, do it. I have for too long just relied on my business, thinking my business is going to provide me with a big cash pot, a big uh, balloon payment at the end, and it didn't happen for various reasons. So I'm now 57, having to really, uh, for the first time, plan financially and uh, don't leave it that long, right? That's my simple advice. All right, that was it for today. So today we talked about seven signs that you might be heading to a midlife crisis, then five myths about midlife and why it actually is possibly the biggest opportunity for you to live a better second half of your life. And of course, we also looked at five ways to embrace the potential of midlife. So in conclusion, it's time that we all shifted our perspective on midlife. This is part of what I want to do here. This is far from being just a period of crisis. It can be a time of unprecedented growth, exploration and fulfillment. Well, by debunking these common myths, we can begin to view midlife not as a time of that we are fearing, but as an exciting opportunity to live our lives with renewed purpose and passion. Here's the rebranding midlife as a vibrant, dynamic and profoundly rewarding stage in our journey. Hope to speak to you soon. Daniel Wagner signing off. All the best. Hey, Daniel Wagner here, founder of Midlife Mastery, where we turn crisis into opportunity. Jump over to my website, midlifemastery.com, and on there you can do a free midlife audit, a couple of questions to help you assess where you're at 
and where you're heading. And you can also book a call with me so we can meet and we can figure out uh, what the best next steps could be for you. Look forward to seeing you there. MidlifeMastery.com.